Alright guys, welcome to the Bear With Us podcast. We're not your ordinary podcast. We don't really know what the hell we're talking about. That's why I'm saying bear with us. We're mostly a sports podcast, but we're also a podcast for the people. And we like to talk about whatever the hell's going on in the world and whatever the hell interests us. Mostly sports though, because we're sports guys. We're like the kind of podcast that you can listen to with your girlfriend, you know, with the homies, with the anime club guys, with the chess. We don't play chess, I'm lying. But, you know, that's that's what we do. My name is Darren. I'm one of the co-hosts here. My friend, my brethren, who's the other co-host, is here as well. Andre Verdejo, a.k.a. Dre. Some know me as Conrado. Don't worry about all that stuff. But, you know, we're just here to give you some good content that you're going to enjoy. You know, you may, may or may not enjoy it, but, hey, we're here to just talk about what we want to talk about. Hopefully, that's what you want to talk about, too. Hopefully, that's what y'all want to listen to, because, to be honest with you, what, what y'all listen to nowadays is kind of, like, all random and thrown out there. That's why, that's what we are, kind of random and thrown out there. So, bear with us. You know what's on my mind? What's that? What? Is Boogie a hoe? Like, a full hoe? Or just, like partial hoe. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie, affectionately called Boogie by who? Jalen and Jacoby. Yeah, so Jalen Rose called DeMarcus Cousins what? Boogie! And, you know, we're running with that because, you know, you know, it's it's common knowledge at this point that his name is Boogie. And he just, he signed for 5.3 mil, right? 5.38 mil or something like that? Yeah. He's a $25 million a year player, but he is coming off an injury, but... What's that? A torn... torn uh, no, uh, Achilles tendon. Torn so, Achilles. yeah, he tore his Achilles. So, I don't know if he's really a hoe or not because he's not healthy yet, but we'll see. I don't know. Dan, how you feel? I, like, going into it, when I first saw it, first my first reaction was... What the hell? Why the hell? How'd they get Boogie? I thought it was over. You know, me being a LeBron fan, I thought he should have went straight to the Lakers because that would have been the obvious choice for LeBron me. LeBron Stan. You didn't say it right. What, if you put an ST in front of an AN or an F in front of an AN, I'm still one of them. You know what I mean? Regardless, he should have signed with LeBron. But I was like... LeBron, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. What? He should have signed with LeBron. I was, you know, a little annoyed, especially because, like, the fact that he signed to the Warriors, who is already a dynasty, won three of the last four championships, added KD two years ago, and now they're adding Boogie. Like, come on, man. It sounds like they're unstoppable. But then, but then, I thought about how he's coming off a torn Achilles, right? Which no one comes back from. Not even Achilles came back from that shit. That's a fact. That's a fact. But this is how I look at it, right? If you look at it, LeBron's not winning this year against the Warriors in almost any circumstance. And now with Boogie, if healthy, he's a complete hoe. He's not healthy yet. But are the Warriors hoes for seeking out Boogie? After, first of all, the, the Rockets don't even have a reason anymore. Or Luke Bahamute, Rashad Bahamute. Yeah, I know his whole name. Sorry for messing up African names. It's hard. Yeah, but the point is, like, they don't have him. They don't have their best defenders anymore. And, uh, you know, it's just... Why are you pointing at? 
It cuts off? No, it didn't cut off. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, we're we're going along as we we're doing this as we go. But yeah, they don't even have their best perimeter defenders anymore. So how are they gonna switch onto the Warriors anyway? And then you take these young teams in the West that aren't gonna beat the Warriors anyway. But without Boogie. Now with Boogie, if he is healthy, what are we gonna do about that? Okay, so to answer your first question, the Warriors aren't hoes for seeking out Boogie. I would did the same thing. If you tell me I can sign arguably the best center in the league for $5 million, of course I'm going to do that. That's like the easiest pickup you could possibly have. Because basically, they're already going to win without him, but they just signed him for, like, you know, a low price. And it makes it way easier for them, you know what I mean? So it's just like... It's like they want their cake and to eat it too. So I can't blame them for that. I mean, I'm not going to blame them because it's the front office. But I know DeMarcus Cousins got he got recruited by Draymond Green. It's not the first time Draymond has sought out other people. This is not the first time because they sought out KD after they lost. And now they're seeking out... Marcus Cousins. If this was just a front office move, they wouldn't be hoes. But the players actively going out to get people they know are monsters so they just don't ever lose again is kind of whack to me. You didn't know that Draymond works for ZipRecruiter? That oh. man is out here seeking out resumes, doing scouting reports. You know when he's done, when he retires, he's going to go work for Michigan State to do the scouting for other teams. You're right. By the way, ZipRecruiter, you give everybody stuff. You might as well come mess with our podcast. You might as well. I even signed up for ZipRecruiter. You, you, know. and, you and SeatGeek are on every every podcast we left use, and we right. Use, I use SeatGeek before, too. See, like, so you, you guys might as well. Let's not be too thirsty. Yeah, you guys <laughs> might as well. Just saying, this is only the first podcast. We'll give you a little bit more material, and then we'll see how it goes. Now it's time for our first reoccurring segment on the show. It's called Exceeding Expectations. This is where we take two teams from a sport, one from each conference, and we talk about what their realistic expectations are and how they can exceed them. This week, we'll be talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Milwaukee Bucks, obviously in the NBA for people who know what we're talking about. Start off first with the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are getting rid of Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony! If you're a Knicks fan, you heard that for many years in in the garden and watching on MSG. And uh, we're not going to talk about Melo yet. We'll leave that for later. But without Melo, and we're basically the same exact team besides, what, Nerland's Noel from last year? Yeah, yeah they got Nerland's Noel uh, in free agency. And other than that, their team is almost exactly the same. No, except for, well, it's exactly the same. And they're getting back Anthony Roberson. Who got hurt late in the season. I blame Rachel. Dipmas from uh, 2K. 2K. God damn it, 2K. Yeah, 2K ruined our lives on a daily. And now they decided to ruin Anthony Roberson. Basically ruining their chance of playing good enough defense to beat good teams in the West. And it's, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what they're missing. A primary perimeter defender. Wait, can... wait. Now you'll say Paul George is a great primary. No, it's an illusion he used to be. Nah, well, he's good. 
Like, Paul George is a good perimeter defender. But he has to shoot on offense and, you know, do stuff on offense, too. And so he can't do both. And he's not as good as Robertson on and defense. And he's definitely not as good as Robertson on defense. That's all Robertson can do is play defense. He traded in his shooting abilities at a young age to the devil just to be able to play defense. Okay, now let's explain, like, kind of how we're going to go into this. Really, we want to talk about how they're going to exceed expectation. Now, I have a couple points, and Darren has a couple points about how we're gonna, how they're going to exceed expectations and how this podcast is going to exceed expectations. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah, so the Thunder have to exceed expectations through this thing we call ball movement. Ball movement. They have none of it. Ball movement. Shout out Chris Move. Shout out Chris Move as well, yeah. One of the greatest, the greatest 2K YouTuber ever. Of all time. Not close. But, yeah, so basically... They have no ball movement. Last season, all it was in ISO for Melo, ISO for Paul George, pick and roll, which basically turns into an ISO for Russell Westbrook. Now, you can do all that stuff at the end of shot clocks if you have to, but why not start off with movement and plays at the beginning of the shot clock? See if you can get people open shots, and then, then you can easily just go into the late shot clock with a pick and roll as an option or iso as an option if you need it but i don't really i don't really like their play style i'm not saying that rush shouldn't have the ball in his hands because he's one of the best in the league no doubt. But, but you can't just pound the ball into the ground unless you're lebron yeah that's it only works for lebron you're right about that like it only works for generational type talents lebron is once in a lifetime not, player exactly. to do some things to do the things that he can do. Yeah, LeBron, Westbrook Kobe, is also oh, almost he's a once in a uh, in a ten year span type of player. Exactly. I would say. Yeah, that, he, that's what he's a special athlete. But let's talk about him individually. This is not bashing Russell Westbrook, but what if he decided to just let Stephen Adams get the offense, the defensive rebound, and actually guard the guy who he's supposed to guard? That would be, you know, a crazy thought. Instead of snagging all the rebounds from your teammates, why don't you run up the court and start the fast break? Yeah, I, I really don't understand. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's great to have your guards help rebound when they're needed. But, like, Steven Adams just gives him rebounds because he happens to be standing under the hoop already because he's not playing defense. Steven Adams just doesn't want to come down on Westbrook's foot and fuck himself up. I, I don't know what else excuse you want to get, but to be honest, like, Steven Adams is there for most of those rebounds. Last year, Melo was there for a lot of them, too. And, like, they have Jeremy Grant and other people that can rebound. I'm not saying Rush shouldn't get rebounds, but he's obviously chasing rebounds and wasting energy that he could be using to make them an elite defensive team now that Melo will be gone. But... The OKC's problem is not just Russ. It's also the coaching. You the coach, Scott Brooks. Who's it? Who's it now? Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan? Yeah. Scott Brooks. I can't tell no, the damn Billy. difference because they both coach the same way. They don't run no damn plays. Yeah, like the only play they ran last year was they ran that little fake screen that Melo was sent for Paul George. That would never work. Ever, because Melo don't want to touch nobody. And even and Melo was like 240. He's got to be good for a screen. The point is, it just didn't work out. They don't run. They only run that one play at the top for Paul George. They don't run no back cuts. They don't run. Roberson's the only person that back cuts on their whole team, and it's just like 
Let's talk about how they could do better. So they're going to run these plays early in the shot clock. Get ball movement. Get Russ backdoor cutting because guess what? He's faster. He's fast. He can run back backdoor cuts. Have it, have it so that people are moving around and doing what they're supposed to do. You have people moving around, setting good screens and stuff. People will be open. And then the athleticism they have, they can exploit. And they have capable passers besides Russ. Steven Adams. Steven Adams can pass. Paul George is a decent passer. Raymond Felton, when he's, he's on the court, he he's can a, pass. He's a passer. Anthony Robinson ain't passing to nobody. But they have capable passers. Patrick that's, Patterson can do a certain exactly. amount of passing. That's four people that can pass the ball significantly. And, and we're not even talking about their whole team. Now, they don't have great ball handlers. But if you can't just pass it around, like they have great passers all over this league. You can't get any of them right now. But if you could, you know, get some more passes. If you feel like they can't make the passes, then they shouldn't be. You're running the wrong type of offense. You don't need great ball handlers on every team. You know, all you need is people to pass the ball. And what do you think they did back in the 60s to win games? I mean, I know it's a different era of basketball. But back to the fundamentals. Pass the ball. Like, rush it. Great. But you can do that in late shot clock situations. Try to get ball movement. And stuff. All right, now also to the other side of the court, defense, right? Russ had the athleticism and the ability, the defensive know-how to lock up your point guard. I see what he did to James Harden in a game late last year, and he made him look stupid. He freaking guarded him like a hawk all the way up the court. And he stole the ball three times about, made him take bad shots and all of that. Then you have him. Uh, hopefully a healthy Roberson, Paul George, Steven Adams. You have four of the best defenders at their position in the league. Basically, you got people that can hawk you down on defense the whole court if they needed to. The problem is Russ don't play defense because he's too worried about getting rebounds. They already got good rebounders. You don't need another one. He see now he the reason we say he don't play defense is because he can play defense. But he just chooses not to. Like Steph Curry, Steph Curry plays defense. He's just not good at it. Yeah, he he's tries. A, he's a good anticipator for steals, but he's not a good on-ball defender because he doesn't have the explosiveness or the girth to like be able to guard certain people in his league. What's a rest? Russell Westbrook. I said, what's a West push? <laughs> he he can do both. He he can he can laterally guard you from end to end. And vertically guard your friend into, and he's explosive enough to contest your shot and do all that other stuff. And strong enough to do all this stuff we're talking about too. So really, they should be more focused on, you know, themselves, like just trying to get better as a unit. And that's how we we see the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now it's on to the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks have a good chance to jump ahead in the standings. First, because the Cavs are gone now. The Cavs are dead and gone. They might not be the first or second or even the third best because I think Toronto will still be this in the top three in the, in the regular season especially. Yeah, no doubt. But Milwaukee has a new coach. If you don't know their coach's name, his name is Mike Budenholzer. He comes from the Spurs system. He's the one that coached that Atlanta Hawks team that won 60 games. Even though they're – a collection of decent players and really good players, but no stars on that team. Al Horford, Al Horford's not a star. Stop Al, it. Al Horford was all right. He, he did he, his thing. Al Horford's good. Jeff Teague was good. They had Schroeder at that point, too. Yeah, Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver and Paul Millsap, who's probably the best overall player out of that group at this point. Yeah. If he's healthy. But no stars on that team. 
by any means there was no stars on that team so you're talking about he has a legitimate star and they got rid of Jabari Barry Parker who I love but he doesn't work with Greek Freak they need some more shooters obviously but they do have a great coach the way they can exceed exceed expectations I think starts on a defensive end for them and getting out and running running out with Greek Freak who nobody can defend again they have capable defenders. Brogdon. Brogdon. Della Vadova. Obviously, Giannis. A.K.A. the Steph Stopper. Put that out there. That's so fake. You don't believe it. Whatever. We're going to skip. Della Vadova. A.K.A. Bella Babova. Yes. We ha- they have Thon Maker who can play defense. They have a lot of good, solid defenders on their team. The problem is Jason Kidd would overextend them on, on the three-point line and make them run out on every shot. And then, guess what? Somebody's wide open somewhere else. Exactly. So, they can use their length. They don't have to get all the way up on you because, guess what? People who are taller and that reach further can are more likely to stop your shot. So, they, they can actually get... They don't have to get super close. And then, they can use their length for when you get in the paint, you're going to have a problem with their length in the paint. Thon Maker can really be, become a great shot blocker in this league. Giannis... Arms are so long that he could smack somebody across the street. You ever play against that team in 2K? That is the most annoying team to play against in 2K in history. You go anywhere, you got hands. Like, they're all Mr. Fantastic. Why are all their arms so damn long? Yeah, and they're like cheat codes when they get anywhere near the rim because of that length. So, they definitely can improve there. But even if they do that and get more runouts and they'll be better, they don't have enough perimeter shooting. They At need all. Brogdon's a good perimeter shooter. Guess what? Let him play. Yeah, they need to let him play. He was hurt. No, was he hurt? He was hurt, but when he came back, he never got the run he deserved or not. For rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a really good defender. He can knock down the three. They have Middleton who can really shoot his ass off. Middleton's their best shooter by far. That's not close. Not at all. Then they, I think they signed Ilya Sova, Billy Bova. Signed, yeah, Ilya Sova. Yeah, I mean, that's a good pickup for them. He's he, a good shooter. He's a good shooter. We, what, who needs the board going to shoot him the most is obviously the Greek freak. And Bledsoe. And oh, Bledsoe. God. We're not going to talk about that. We're not. We're going to leave Bledsoe alone because he got destroyed by Terry Rozier. By backup. But, uh, nonetheless. Kyrie would give him 50. Nonetheless, if this man, the Greek freak... Is just like Ben Simmons. No, he sh- now he's not like no. He shoots better than Ben. No, listen to me. In the fact that if this man learns how to shoot consistently, it's a wrap. And if Ben Simmons learns how to shoot even a mid range consistently, it's a wrap. Like what? Them those two are like both what? Six, what Greek freak? What? He's about to be seven feet. Yeah, he's like six, six 10, eleven, six, six 10. eleven. Yeah. And what? Arms longer than arms longer than dial seam. Than the fucking hemisphere. I don't know. Dial seam <laughs> from Street Fighter. Yeah. And, and, Yoga flames. And Ben Simmons is what six? Not six ten. Yeah, six, six 10. ten. But he's more of a bully than the Greek freak is. Yeah. Then both either of them learn how to shoot. It's over. It's over. They're gonna have the best teams. Well, maybe not the best teams. They got the Celtics out there. Yeah, the Celtics. You ran about that. But they'd be the best players in the East. Yeah, they would. I mean, but Embiid is also a monster, and he happened to be on the same team as Simmons. But back to the Bucks. Um, I don't know how much I trust Eric Butzel at this point in his career. He used to be super explosive. 
He's still somewhat explosive, but I think his injuries have robbed him of the vertical, the vertical and lateral quickness that he used to have. The explosiveness that he used to have. He's still a really good athlete, but he went from being one of the best athletes in the league, punching D-Wade shit, to being a good athlete who can't create his own shot whenever he wants anymore because he's only six feet tall. So basically, in the end for the Milwaukee Bucks, for them to get better, they need to play better defense and get better shooting. Basically... Same thing that OKC has to do. The difference is OKC has our has two established stars, and they're in the West, and Milwaukee has one established star, and they're in the East, which means Milwaukee's ceiling is probably the second round, and I think if they make it there, it'll be a successful season to us. Yeah. And they're not exceeding that. And OKC... Second round as well. Second round, that it won't be successful to them because they it have established be. older stars. Because they have a man that averaged a triple double and another man that was also an MVP candidate at one point in his career. So and they just getting rid of Melo. So it would be disappointing for them, but we will know that they made it as far as they could if they get to the second round and lose. Um, they're not getting to the conference finals barring an inj- without barring an injury, yeah, uh, because they. It's not fully Russ's fault, but it's kind of Russ's fault. Just, just saying. We and we'll talk more about Russ later, who I love, but it's very hard to play with. Very. Now it's time to talk about the FIFA World Cup, 2018 FIFA World Cup to be exact. You know, I, I want to know why like people who watch the World Cup, like me, don't watch soccer all year round. Cause I definitely don't watch soccer all year round. Not, I'm not gonna lie to you. Cause American soccer is trash. One, two. European soccer is on when we're asleep, or like at these obscene times, like two o'clock during the day, where your people are usually at work. So you can't, you can't really watch it. It's hard to watch. You know what I mean? I feel you. Speaking of soccer, uh, the FIFA World Cup to be exact. France is about to win. They're up one nothing. They're closing in on this victory. And as we're recording, I had Brazil or Belgium winning the whole thing, depending on who won. But then Brazil had it in their own goal, in their own goal, and just lost two one because of that goal. And Belgium, while they're a really good team, so is France. And uh, you know, France and Belgium got like black people, so we fuck with them. Duh. And uh, the USA is not in it. Yeah, USA is not in it. Puerto Rico don't count for me. Um, yeah, so <laughs> have they ever been in? The I World don't. Cup? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think they even count. Has, has any right. Caribbean team been in the world? I don't know, but we don't have any researchers to yeah, look this stuff yeah, up. Yeah, like maybe one day we could afford that. Yeah, but not now, and probably never. Um, <laughs> basically. Yeah, first of all, Jamaicans play so much soccer from everything I be hearing, and them niggas don't make nothing. So all of them, all of them do, but they somehow they don't make it. I guess other. I mean, it's funding and stuff like that, and a lot of players play for teams that they for countries that they're not actually from. If you didn't notice, like France, a lot of yeah. the, a lot of people, a lot of players 
that were born in France don't play for France. They play for their parents' home country. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw a video on it actually. Uh, like I think it's like five or six, uh, five or six players from France play for other countries, like play in Africa or I think one of them was like Morocco or some other, something like that. Uh, that's interesting. I mean, regardless of how it goes down. Right now, we know if France wins this game against Belgium, that's wrapping up right now. They're up one nothing. England or Croatia don't want that smoke. I don't believe either of them want that smoke. England's full of light skins. Well, not full of light skins. They're half light skin. Half white. And England is just too... They're too pretty as a team. They look... They're all full of handsome, handsome First of all, dudes. They don't want that smoke regardless because Mbappe gets these hands out. These feet, I mean. Mbappe, Pogba... Um, what's what's the dude's name? Oh man, one of the midfielders. He's nice too, though. Giroud is nice, man. This French team is really good. That's all we're really gonna talk about for the serious topics of the FIFA World Cup. Yo, just don't let America win the World Cup, man. Don't Especially ever, in eight years when it's in America. Don't ever let us win the World Cup. We gotta like, talk mad shit. That's like our seventh sport. Don't ever let it happen. Like we already dominated basketball. I know y'all don't want that smoke. Speaking of smoke, does anybody want to smoke with us at FIFA 18 Pro Clubs? You know, we, we we out here. We got a squad full of, what, six people? And we, we not all six of us are on at the same time, but, you know, we still out here. You know, But if you catch four or five of us out here called the Little Giants, we're going to smoke y'all. All right? And I turned off the setting where y'all could use any. So you can't smoke us anymore. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, see, he didn't even know. So now, we're just out here, they're going to be smoking people. Y'all don't want that smoke. Come see us, little giants. If you see us out here, be ready to lose. And I changed to the pro camera, so I already saw some people now. Oh, my God. <laughs> they can't know what's getting the ball. First of all, I, I still pass. Me, yeah, I can. Right. You're a hater. Okay. Also, why is Neymar such a good actor? He just throws himself on the... I like Neymar. I fuck with Neymar, actually. I think he's a great player. No doubt. Boy, like, soccer players in general, y'all just hoes? Like, y'all just throwing... Uh, I understand it hurts. But the way y'all be riving in pain and then get back up like nothing happened... I seen Mbappe smile at somebody right after he got back up, act like he was hurt for years. But the thing is, like, you didn't know, Neymar, he's, his father's a firefighter. So every time he gets hurt, he just stops, drops, and rolls. Oh, I see what you did there. This man's well, he he got hurt and he just, he just rolled for a good mile. He Yo, kept like, rolling. They they're so bad that in South Africa, they made a commercial dedicated to the flopping where the nigga rolls so far he rolls in the KFC. <laughs> Like, like, I don't know if that's racist or not. Was it a black person that rolled? <laughs> definitely a black oh, person that rolled in the KFC. You but, ain't low, South Africa. We know about you. I mean, yeah. All I know is I don't give a fuck. That shit was a funny ass commercial. Neymar ass out here on the floor for 15 minutes after somebody slapped his thigh and shit. He like, you gotta stop this. Like NBA, stop flopping. Soccer, at least gotta control it. Like, come on, you, you got to start getting, giving yellow cards for flopping, excessive flopping. Because Neymar, I understand he gets hit, but, like, it's just getting ridiculous now. Like, only time I want to see you flop is if you get headbutt in the chest. Like that one player did a couple World Cups ago. 
Jesus Christ. Or or as Suarez bites you. Like yeah, you a know, weirdo. if Suarez bites you, then you, that's understandable. You could fight him at that point. At that point, you should fight him because a man should not bite another man. Where, especially not in the middle of a game. That's kind of. I'm yeah. sweaty. You know, you sweaty. You yeah. don't want to just bite my salty arm. What's wrong with you? Uh, first of all, Suarez is a full hoe, but we're not going to talk about him. I'm just happy he got eliminated. That's all it is. France. Out here. France. Checking people at the door. France versus England. Most likely. Final. Predicting it. France is going to win 2 to 0. I like that. I think Croatia is really good, but they don't want to smoke. Uh, they might be England. They might not. England not as good as I think, like, you know, they seem to be. There's a car in front of us, and they're. They have no back window. They got a plastic bag, though, my nigga. I hope. I don't know how that worked. They got destroyed. It looked like somebody is, rear-ended is a, their life away. How is he going to parallel park with, with no back window? Uh, he, Yo, he did it better than me, though. Yeah, I respect like he, it. Now, he rolled back mad slow, which I uh, super uh, respect. Uh, uh, and he didn't hit the curve. This nigga Pat. Oh, he hit the curve. <laughs> First of all, if you don't got no back window and you just got a plastic bag, you can't be mad at a man for hitting the curve. First off, you can't even bring that to get tested. Exactly. They'd probably call a cops you right there. All right. Well, this is this is the last of the the FIFA because he got a rear end kick. Uh, you see, <laughs> you see how bad that joke was. I'm out here. I'll be here all week. So, as of late, you know, we've been trying to figure out where the traveling Carmelo Anthony is gonna go. You know, he's been on OKC for a year now, and, you know, it didn't work out, obviously. He didn't really get no playing time. He wasn't really productive. He got playing time. He didn't get star playing time, but he got playing time. The man wasn't productive in the end. You know what I mean? I have several reasons to this. So now we're just trying to figure out where's the best place for him to go. Me, personally, far away from LeBron. Far away. Don't come to the Lakers. First of all, he's not going to the Lakers. That's the first thing. He's not going to the Lakers. He don't want to play with Bron. He don't want to play with Bron anyway. And to be honest, I don't think it's a good fit. Now, I'll give some reasons first to why he didn't work in OKC. First of all, he needs the ball. And he's playing with the person who needs the ball more than anyone in the history of basketball. Sir Russell Westbrook. You know what? I feel like Melo wasn't thinking when he asked for that trade to lead the Knicks to go to OKC because... If he was thinking, he would be like, oh, wait, I have to play with Westbrook. Westbrook averaged a triple-double last year. You don't average a triple-double without having the ball. And then on top of that, Paul George is also top 10 in ISOs in the league. And guess who else was top 10 in ISOs in the league? Carmelo Anthony. Anthony! The top, so two, three of the top 10 players in ISO ball on the same team. Guess, guess who gets relegated? The oldest one. The oldest, most washed, I don't play defense, one. All right, let, let's stop getting crazy now. Let's stop leaving I, I, I'm, I'm just saying the facts here. The he man- never played defense. Second of all, Paul George, all his buckets are ugly, except for his threes. But all his buckets to the rim look like unathletic. I lost all my jumping ability. Buckets to the rim. Mel- and Westbrook doesn't pass the ball. This is not a Westbrook hate a Westbrook hate podcast. It's not. It's not. He's the best player on the team by far. Yeah, but the point is, it's just it's hard to play with him and Paul George and Melo all on the same team. 
Now they say they want him to go to Houston. Houston. Which doesn't work for Melo. You know why? Because it's the all, same situation. Exactly. Two guys that just hold the ball. Well, Chris passes more than, than James. Yeah. But these guys are going to turn him into a spot-up shooter. Which is the same thing that OKC did. Which, that's not his game. If you need a bucket... Give the ball to Melo. Exactly. If you need a late-game bucket, if you need somebody to run your second unit, which they didn't do quite enough. They did at the beginning of the season, and he was cooking. I don't know what they thought. Well, Listen, play him with the second unit and just let him do what he got to do. In the post, he's still really good, and he's a good mid-range shooter. I feel like Houston is a good fit for him. Even though it's the same thing, basically, Houston's a good fit for him because they have no small forwards anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's only a good fit because they don't got nobody there. Exactly. So, fuck it. You have nobody. You All might right. as well take him. But they got to start. Even if he adjusts his game to be a better catch-and-shoot player, which he used to be, now, on spot of opportunities, Melo was in the 94th percentile in the league, which means... Only 6% of the players were better than him in spot-ups in New York his last year when he averaged 22 points. Last year, he was in the 60th percentile, which means 40% of the league was better than him at spot-ups. You know what that tells me? His rhythm is off. He's a player that needs the ball at least to get a dribble in half the time so the other half of the time he can shoot. Instead of every time he's standing on the three-point line ready to shoot, he's not Kyle Korver. He's nah. not guys like that. Definitely not. If you're going to turn him into that, then you might as well not use him because you're wasting any talent that he does have left. Yeah, he won't be as efficient as he used to be, but you're not going to tell me you'd rather have fucking a bum in there taking shots late game. Nah, definitely not. So, I mean, yeah, like, defensively, he's a liability. He's always been somewhat of a liability defensively now more than ever, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not going to utilize him, then what's the point of you having him there? That's my thing. You can't turn a rhythm jump shooter into a spot-up jump shooter. It just doesn't work. Melo, take yourself to Houston. You don't want to be in OKC with Russell Westbrook all up in the videos, always trying to get the shine. You don't want to go to L.A. either. You definitely don't want to go to to L.A. with LeBron running things there. Because as soon as you see LeBron don't care if you're his best friend. Look at Dwayne Wade. As soon as shit goes south, he's going to blame you. You're going to leave because they ain't going to blame him. They never do. Somehow, this guy is Houdini, so. And and in the end, you know what he can say? Give me your ring. Shout out Supreme Dreams. Also, um... Philly, I do like two teams I do like and hear me out on these two. First is Philly. One, why? Because even if you got Sark, Sark there, you can play Sark late in games when you need to play better defense or whatever. You need a solid standstill three-point shooter. You got Embiid and Simmons both for rebounding. You got Covington for defense and stuff. And you got uh, Redick for three-point shooting as well. The floor will be better spaced. With Philly Mel- is a great pick. Yeah, Philly is a good place. And they don't have, not yet at least. I like Fultz. I'd be fine if Philly didn't go after Melo and stuff. They don't have a go-to scorer. Now, they have Embiid, but he has to work on his conditioning. Because in late in games, he fades. He be too tired. Yes, he fades like a motherfucker because he plays great defense. So it's hard for him to do both. 
but now that he's healthy, hopefully he can get the conditioning necessary. Philly, you know what? Now, you're right now. I think about it. You might have convinced me. Philly might be the best place for him because if he wants to win. Yeah. But is Philly going to pay for him? Probably not. But he doesn't need to. He's going to get paid this money anyway. Why not go somewhere on the cheap? Because you're already getting the 20-something mil from OKC when they buy you out. Uh, Even if they stretch provision you, you're still getting 9-something mil a year. And you'll be back on the East Coast, in the East Coast, Melo. You love that place. Now, the other place you can go to on a one-year prove-that-you're-not-selfish deal and you get all the shots you want in life is the New York Knicks. You go right back to the Knicks for one year. See if Porzingis is healthy. You got that kid Knox or whatever, right? You you mentor him. You teach him how to play offense. Yeah, he don't he don't pass anyway. I'm, I'm telling you, Knox is not going to pass. Oh, okay, I was about to say, don't teach him shit. No, <laughs> but you teach his footwork. Okay. Mello has great footwork. Knox is a, a good young player, and you're not stunning their growth because Porzingis will be out the whole first half of the season. So, I mean, why not go back to the Knicks for a year or two, have a second-year op- option if you don't like how it's going at a lower number, and then if you want to opt out and come back because the Knicks fuck with you, or if you want to opt out and go somewhere else, that's fine, or whatever. I'm just telling you, don't... Don't think about the money this time, Mello. I know you're not listening to me. I know you don't give a fuck about what we got to say. Don't but, be selfish, damn but it. But all you do is care about the money. That's why you didn't end up in Miami the first time because you want to take an extra year and get paid. That's why instead of going to the Knicks in free agency, you try to force a trade and you and you screwed the Knicks in the future and for some reason they kept Landry Fields, but that's not the point. You did all this stuff. Instead of you could have took a four year deal and you could have been in Miami instead of Bosch. Instead of Bosch and you could have had your rings and your reputation will be way different now. Way different. And to be honest, you might not have lost to the Spurs those years, that year that you lost to them. You're different you're a way better offensive player than than Bosch is. Bosch is a great player and all that. But they wouldn't have been able to deal with you the same way. And I'm just letting you know, man, for one, stop thinking about the money. You're getting the money paid anyway because you opted and you already thought about the money. So now that you did that, think about winning. Think about repairing your image so teams were going to want you. Take, oh, my God. Take, take we just saw something unnecessary. <laughs> his, he looks worse than his car. Yo. Uh, this guy is out here. He's he butt crack showing whatever. To, TMI. Back to Mellow. <laughs> The things you see in the Bronx. Yeah. Back to Melo. Like, you know, just do what you got to do, bro. The best thing for you to get a championship and show, or maybe this year, just to show people you can still be a number two option on a team, on a really good contending team. Because if you can take the number two option or the third option and really show what you can do, then you don't got nothing to worry about because the team's going to want you because you're not bad in the locker room. Exactly. If, if Boogie Cousins can go to somewhere for $5 million, you can go somewhere and win too. You, you, won't, you wouldn't be a hoe. He'd yeah. be a hoe, but you wouldn't be a hoe because you're not, you're not what you used to be. Exactly. And then if you show that you are close to something where you used to be, then you're not a hoe because none of us knew it. Then you're really just... Mellow. You're mellow again because you're not <laughs> mellow anymore. You're just mellow. You're Carmelo right now. But if you can go back to being mellow again, then it's going to be great for basketball. The more stars we have, the better. Yo, bring the cornrows back. 
I don't know if that's good for your hairline. Don't Green listen. Was bad. Don't listen to him. You're gonna end up like LeBron. Who cares about your hairline? He's a LeBron fan. He obviously don't care about hairline. Bring it back, man. You're supposed to. We're supposed to copyright haircuts so that you guys hear it twice. You talking about you don't care about hairlines? Shit is ridiculous. We're done with this segment. Fuck Darren. Time for another segment. Top three. Everybody else does top fives. We're not like everybody else. We do top three. First of all. Five, you can add anybody into a five. We're cutting down, okay? We're yeah. cutting down. We don't want to have two other names. You gotta cut down. But we're doing, we do top five, top threes for everything. Everything. Movies, like Movies, shows, food, players, fo- food, definitely. And we're, we might even go to mad different pizza shops and then cut it down to the top three. We might even do that. But they gotta sell slices because we're not rich. We're not rich. We don't do whole pies, damn it. Yeah, like the, for sixteen dollars, you got like a freaking small pie. Like, nah, I'm good. Like the pizza tastes amazing there, but I can't do it to myself. Except for Roberta's in in Queens, that's really good. And one other place in the city that I forget to mention. But, but we're the, not talking about pizza this segment. We're doing top three point guards of all time. Now, number one is not a debate. If you blaspheme and put anybody but Irving, Magic Johnson. In this spot, I will smack the shit out you. Don't I, talk to me about any other point guard being in the first spot. I call Magic Johnson your father's favorite player. He really is. That's my dad's favorite player. Yeah, him and Dr. J. Him and Dr. J. That's my dad's favorite player, too. If Dr. J and Magic Johnson are the players that your dad, if your dad watches basketball, your uncle, if your uncle watches basketball, anybody that watches basketball over the age of 50... They talk about those players as the best players. My dad made up a story that he hit three jump hooks in an all-star game from from the half court for Magic. And even though it's not true and he had two from the three-point line and not half court, it's still a great story. And his last all-star game, when he wasn't going to play anymore, he went and seized the moment because that's what he does. Now he sees the moment as an executive, but as a point guard, I don't want to hear no. Oh, he's six nine. He playing point guard. He's six nine. He had AIDS, damn it. He beat AIDS. What's another player that beat AIDS? No one. He's still whipping AIDS ass. Nigga, Will died from that shit, bro. Will Chamberlain died. And he's one of the greatest players of all time, and he couldn't be AIDS. But Magic did. Magic Johnson's white blood cells are the strongest thing known to man. And his wife don't got AIDS. That's what makes this shit even crazier. He and that pussy raw. Cookie don't crumble. God damn it. She's out here, and she's ready. So you're going to tell me, my nigga... That Magic Johnson not the greatest point guard of all time. Okay, hey, six nine nine real point guard. <laughs> it don't matter. Nobody want to hear it. Nigga, if if you call LeBron, if you can say, oh, it's fair to call LeBron a small forward or whatever, when he weighs more than the centers do, then Magic Johnson could be a point guard. Exactly. If you want to say it's okay for. For John Wall, a super athletic ass to be called point guard. He's like 6'4". He's a cheater. Russell Westbrook's not even a regular human being. He's a Ninja Turtle, first off. That's a fact. He, he's Donatello. And you over here... Nah, he's definitely a Raphael. Don't, he, he, he always mad. He, no, nah, he's not really mad, though. But he's fake mad. Raphael's really mad. Like, he fake but, mad. But Donatello's nerdy. You're right. Nerdy is like fuck. Well, he de- dressed like a nerdy nigga. Yeah, but he... He, he ain't Leonardo because he's not calm enough. 
Yeah, he's not. He's not Michelangelo. Well, he's, he's he not. is. He is Michelangelo yeah. outside of basketball. Yeah, he's a goof outside. He's but a on the basketball court. He's so Raphael. He, he half. He wear like a shade in between red and orange. He wear the red orange crayon. Five. That's what he wear. Five. All right. So no, he he wears the grapefruit. You're right. You're right. By the way, I don't like grapefruit as a fruit. It's nasty. It's mad sour. It should disgust. People put sugar on it. If you gotta put sugar on a fruit for it to taste good, yeah, it ain't good. Yeah, like. Like the bad strawberries, like the wax strawberries that need the sugar is trash. Like your strawberry should be sweet enough as it is. If you put in sugar on a strawberry, you're fat. Yeah, okay? Alright, number two. What's your number two? I don't even know. What? We didn't even discuss this. This is off cuff. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to say my number two and then Go oh. ahead. That's it. Go ahead. Alright, so we said Magic Johnson, alright? He's gonna say Steph Curry right now. I'm not. He's a you a liar. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say Steph Curry. Not Oscar, Oscar Robertson is number two. The original triple double man, the real one, not Russ. By the way, if he would have known triple double was a stat, he could have averaged it four seasons in a row. I think he needed like ten rebounds and shit, or one rebound more a game sometime, or half a rebound, which is like forty rebounds. You know, I, you're right. I'm Nine point eight. I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you on that one. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's. It's Oscar two, and, and then he's Steph gonna say three. Steph three. Steph three. Fuck Steph Curry. Nah, come on. Steph Fuck. Curry number three, greatest point guard of all time. Does he have a Finals MVP that I know about? He don't need one. Uh, he look uh, Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala, my Iguodala. nigga. That's nice. That's nice. But what about all the games leading up to that? You know what that man was doing? Lighting your favorite in the regular up. season. In the playoffs. In the regular. Too. All right. Sorry. What about the finals? In the finals, he was playing against LeBron. Uh, 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 he was playing against LeBron. We wanted to do. Be better. What do you mean? Kyrie was playing against the greatest team well, of all time and chopped them. Well, that's that's young Kyrie the God. That's different. Kyrie, what? that he's a different person. He's a he's an alien in the in the finals in the playoffs. All but, right. The most underrated me. point guard of all time. Don't say fucking Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah <laughs> fucking <laughs> Thomas. First of all, the nigga scored 50 on a bad ankle. That was so bad, he couldn't even play the next yo, game. Don't, don't yell at them, all right? Yo, Steph, yo, Steph, yo, 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 Steph's yo. Steph's ankles are notoriously bad because he always gets them shit's broken. But nonetheless, he be, Steph Curry would light your team. Steph Curry would light the bad boy person all the way up. You're on fucking crap. He would light them all the he way up. He couldn't light up Matthew Delvadova. How are you going to lock up the best Guard defensive tandem in the history of the league. Listen, man. How? You think, How? Tell me. You think, Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. You think that they can hold Steph back? You think he could guard? He could guard Isaiah Thomas. Hell no. They ain't gonna get him fifty easy. He wouldn't guard him. By and they knock out everybody on their team. They couldn't even play them. They knock out everybody on their team. Draymond Green would. Give hands to somebody. Yeah, Rick Mahorn and knock him out though. Yeah, I, I think Raymond Green can take can take uh, oh, Bill and Beer, and then Rick Mahorn be like, and you, my man. And so then you know Rodman you. gonna feel on KD's leg, but we're not even talking about that. Yeah, that might that, that might throw them off a little bit. That's what I'm saying. KD too soft to go against Rodman, because Rodman's gonna be like, I like I like how you look in them shorts. And it's gonna be over. KD's gonna give up. He yeah, gonna. KD's Katie, gonna make a ghost ghost Twitter account talk about. Yeah, but KD had to get guarded by Rodman. Rodman was touching all on KD's leg. Why yeah, like that? Exactly. Back to the discussion though. I understand what the numbers say, but why do we ever? Yo, why do we always do this? Like, 
We never talk about who can play their position on offense and defense. We always give all the credit to people play offense. Like, oh, this is LeBron's greatest season all the time. Time. How, bitch? When he's standing still on defense. When he don't even contest shots no more. That's true. LeBron, like, this is not LeBron's best season. If you think this is LeBron's best season, you haven't seen him play the first nine years of his career. You didn't see him in Miami. You, you didn't see, see him, him at the, the end of the Cleveland, Cleveland the first time. Where he was shooting from the logo. They, they don't see that. They just they just watch all the efficiency. Oh, my God. He's masterful and all this. He wasn't a better player than he is now. He's smarter now than he was then. So but he back takes then, smarter he had, shots. He had but... energy. He had time to play defense. Like, he locked you up all over the court. He took Derrick Rose, who won the MVP, out of a series. The whole series. He, he t- actually guarded the best player on the other team, which he doesn't do now. He doesn't guard anyone anymore. So, he gets dunked on by rookies. Come on. He's not. Come on. We're not doing But back to stuff. That's the only thing is, like, we talk about all these great players. Isaiah Thomas has two final victories as well. And... He, he played against one of the greatest dynasties of all time. Yeah, Steph played it. You know what? You're right. And Steph is on the greatest, one of the greatest dynasties of all time. Oh, well, what? Exactly. But yeah. he's not the best player he's, on he's his the dynasty. Engine. He's the engine. He is the, the engine. He is time. the engine, but KD's the MVP. You know what? KD's a hoe, by the way, but we're not going to get into this at this point. That, that, we're going to leave him alone. That, that's a given. Everybody knows that. So we're going to agree to disagree. On his top three. My, Everybody's going to disagree with me because we live in the moment and nobody likes Isaiah Thomas. But if I you ask me who I'd rather... If you ask me who I'd rather have run my team... Give me Steph Curry. Give me Isaiah Thomas. Definitely don't give me John Stock. Oh, yeah. John Stockton slander is fully allowed on this. He's not better than Isaiah Thomas. People are like, oh, he has the most assists of all time and he has the most steals of all time. He's a bad motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. But he got to the finals twice at the end of his career. Lost to MJ. He never made it before that. I wonder why. Huh. Shout out Carl Malone. The mailman. Another overrated player. You just got... You just throwing the niggas under the bus today. Like... <laughs> you, you just throwing them under the bus, huh? The whole Jazz team, right? <laughs> Only nah, Jazz nah. you ever liked was the Spider. Nah, nah. We, oh, yeah, I do like Donovan Mitchell. And what are you talking about? I like Jeff Hornacek. Just not as a coach, okay? Trash as a coach. Jesus Christ. Get your man, Joe. I'm David Fisdale. I'm hype about David Fisdale. All right, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm done. I'm done with this shit. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Before we... You know what? No slander list. We're stealing from David Jacoby and Jalen Rose. Jalen Jacoby, we are stealing your no slander list. It's not stealing, it's borrowing. Shout out, because we are shouting you out. Shout out Reg, too. I'm not shouting out Reg. He never puts me on the show. I'm not shouting out Reg. I'm shouting you out, Reg. Point is, point is, we're stealing no slander list. The first person on the no slander list is young Kyrie to God. Yes. You don't know who that is. That is Kyrie Irving, a.k.a. Uncle Drew, who we will be doing a movie review for next week. Sometime next week. Eventually. Um, it might be next week. It might be next month. But we going to see the movie. We will review it. It just depends on when we can record to review it. Yeah. So, I mean, young Kyrie, the guy, the best handles. Of all time. The best below-the-rim finisher I've ever seen. Of all time. 
that I've ever seen. I'm not gonna go of all time. I'm gonna go of all time. But I'm doing crazy that. handles, great shot making ability, just clutch, overall real one dude. One of the clutchest players I've ever seen in my life. Just a real, just a real person and stuff. You know, just a dope, dope person. There will be no Kyrie slander. You got. We'll have it set up eventually where you guys can call in and talk to us about stuff. But we're just gonna let you know we screening y'all. So if you talk about anything negative, Kyrie, you're not hey, getting, you on getting on here. Even if you don't care about getting on, don't call us with that jazz. I, I don't want to hear, oh, Kyrie is always hurt. Oh, uh, uh, Kyrie doesn't pass the ball. Oh, Kyrie needed LeBron. I don't care. I'm a LeBron fan, and I can tell you LeBron needed Kyrie in the finals. And Kyrie needed LeBron to get to the finals, obviously. But Kyrie hit the biggest shot in finals history. That, I don't know, it's between that and Ray Allen shot. Fuck, first, first of all. Don't, don't, don't say fuck Ray Allen. First, all right, don't, don't all right, do not fuck. <laughs> don't do that. Come fuck on. Chris Bosh. Right, um, that's fair. But no, I, I think it's the biggest shot because it's again in Game Seven. Yeah, away, an away game too. Against but, a seventy-three and nine team. Yo, trust me, that's that shot was great. But that Ray Allen shot was also crazy, off of a missed shot, right? But from LeBron, Chris Bosh yeah, taps it out to him. He steps behind that under the, the rug. three. He just behind the three-point line, <laughs> looks down at his feet to make sure he's good, and just shoots the corner three. First of all, that's bad defense. That's bad defense. On both for, those plays. What think- the hell was Steph doing? You know he can't guard him. Okay, so at least press up on him. Don't let him shoot a damn three. What do you want him to do? Not get cooked. There's nothing you can do about that. Like, nobody got cooked on the Ray Allen play. They just knocked out the rebound, and everybody being dumb, they're up three, up three. Instead of thinking about, hey, let's just make sure they can't shoot through. They're like, oh, get the rebound, stupid. Le- Le- LeBron has been a part of the greatest finals probably ever. I mean, definitely one Two of the two greatest of, finals ever. Yeah, you know, Michael doesn't get to game seven, so, you know. His finals are whack. He always final. fucking wins. It ain't, no, like, it, ain't, it ain't no drama to that. I mean, except for the Byron Russell shot. shot. <laughs> I think that's kind of hate, but whatever. It's okay. not kind of hate. It's kind of super hate. And Steve Kerr had to hit a three and another one. Yeah, that and was And somebody dope. else had to hit a three. So, I, I don't know. But in the end, you knew. I mean, I was too young. You might have been too young, too. Well, I was like, I wasn't born for the first one. I wasn't born until his break when he played baseball. Me and, and then the last not, couple, not a fan like that. I don't remember 98. I don't only remember 99 and on. By the way, we're telling our age. I'm about to be 26. This young sir is about to be 24. Uh, we're a couple kids from New York just trying to just entertain you guys with our little segments and stuff like that. By the way, LeBron's never going to be the GOAT, but we'll talk about that later. Next segment. Am I bugging? Our last segment, you know, other day, this is going to be a reoccurring segment. Just basically, we ask, am I bugging? And the other person answers yes or no. After we give our explanation of, like, what our thoughts are. You know, am I bugging means, are my thoughts askew? Is my judgment off? Am I tripping? Yeah, we, we know college words. We've both been to college. <laughs> we know some, some fancy words here and there. But we wanted to keep it as regular as possible. So Darren's going to go first. Let's see how this goes. 
Am I bugging? Odell Beckham is the greatest athlete dancer of all time. Tell me, am I bugging or not? I feel like Odell, if he went on Dancing the Stars, he would kill it. That man's good at everything he does. I wouldn't be surprised if he could sing too. The jump shot is trash, but he can do 360s. So. Exactly. This man is talented as hell. I'm not a Giants fan by any means, but I know right. talent when I see it. This man, I saw him do the, um, what is it? What is it? The challenge? Not the, sh the Shiggy challenge? Yeah. Kiki, do you love me? He bodied that. He probably made it just as popping as uh, Shiggy did. Shout out to him. Even though Shiggy was killing it. He killed it. Oh, yeah. He still get light, but whatever. Hey, listen, that's cool. But yeah, um, I think, I don't think you're bugging. I'm biased. Even though, like, I don't know if Deion Sanders could really dance, but he looked like he got good rhythm to himself. Um, I don't know any other sports stars that... I mean, that, that have been on Dancing with the Stars. If yeah. you're on Dancing with the Stars, do you count? I don't think we're talking about that. I think we're talking about non-trained individuals. I'm um, saying, if he went on Dancing with the Stars, it'd be a wrap. Yeah, I think he'd do a great job because he can already dance. I don't think you're bugging, though. But am I bugging or should LeBron go bald now that he's in L.A.? Yes. I'm bugging? No. Oh, well. I agree I, with you. I think I might be partially bugging only because I saw what his hair looked like when it was really low with the beard and he looked ridiculous. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe he might look like 50 Cent in that movie. Maybe that's why LeBron went back to, or not back to, went to L.A. Because they got better hairline surges there than in uh, Cleveland. Maybe he went to L.A. to talk to Jalen Rose's old barber to see if he can help him out. I don't know. I just hope he don't do the Marcus Houston who markered his whole head to make it look like he had a new hairline. I feel like LeBron should go. When he goes to L.A., obviously he's going now. But when he gets there, change his number to number six again, right, and go bald. And bring the headband back. Or, or either go bald or bring the headband back. I think he could do both. He look kind of like Q Rich, but he'd be all right. No, no, you don't want to let Jason Terry after you killed him. I mean, he stole his his look after he killed him. Nah, that's foul. You stole his soul. He's Shang Tsung, isn't he? <laughs> Shang Tsung. Shang Shang Tsung. Shout out Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like I don't know, but I I'm so I'm not bugging. Nah, you're not bugging. All right, what but what are your thoughts next on? Like, are you bugging or not? Uh. Am I bugging, right? The Lakers, they don't deserve LeBron. Let, let, me, let me specify this. The Lakers... You better are, have a good explanation. Laker fans don't deserve LeBron. Here's why. When LeBron, uh, If you're a Laker fan, most of the time, you're automatically LeBron hater. Automatically, because you're afraid of LeBron's legacy versus Kobe's legacy. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a fact. This is a fact. If you're a Laker fan, you hate. You, maybe you don't hate him, right? But most Laker fans that have been are that are Kobe fans, they don't like LeBron. When we all have an equal enemy, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is fully bitch made. He's on the definitely slander list, but whatever. He's, Paul Pierce has always been slandered. But back to what I was saying. LeBron, the Lakers don't deserve LeBron. He's too good for that franchise. All right, right all right, now. now. You're bugging for the franchise. Maybe for the fans who now they're switching over, they're making truces. Sound like a bunch of people that Sound remake. like a bunch of bloods and crips coming together. Yeah, like putting their flags together and stuff. But the franchise is 
to be honest, it's more story than the Celtics. The Celtics have more championships. All them shits was with Bill Russell. 10 of them, like, 10, 11 of them shits was with Bill Russell. Them shits don't count. Most of the Lakers are, Lakers got 80s and then 2000s and stuff. Like, they got a lot of championships after that. They have five in the 80s. They got three in the two. They got five in the 2000s. That's a lot. That's that's 10 championships in a modern era. The Celtics don't have as much in the modern era unless Kyrie does something about that. Hopefully so, he does. Not while LeBron's in the league. But hopefully he doesn't just because it's the I, Celtics. I, I am not a Laker fan. I am a LeBron fan. So, I was oh. with the. I was in the contract with the man. I, I you and Shannon Sharp. Me and Shannon Sharp. Me and Shannon Sharp. I'm not as like crazy as Shannon Sharp though. Hey, you don't I, wear I'm, goat mask. I, I'm a little. I'm a little more uh, like grounded, I should say. But the 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 mystique of the Lakers, LeBron. LeBron has to win now that he's in the Lakers, at least one, because it'll be the only star outside of Elgin Baylor that never won a ring. And Elgin Baylor could have won one, but he retired that year. Yeah. Sounds like he was the problem. <laughs> well, am I bugging? The Lakers don't deserve LeBron James. You're bugging. Laker fans, maybe. Lakers franchise don't have to deserve anybody. Am I bugging? Kiki doesn't love Drake. Nah, you not. Well, I don't see. think she... First of all, if you got to ask if she's riding, like, that, if she no, loves well, you. Well, if Kiki heard the song, she probably realized that he shouts out a couple other girls after that. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like, why you gotta ask? If you gotta ask, you don't. Like, like, who, who's Risha? I don't know, son. I don't well, know. Who, but, who are these other girls, Drake? I don't know, but like, nice for what video? You had all the girls in the world. So why would she love you when you got all these other girls? Exactly. Like, and you got a kid. Listen, not Drake, by her, but not by Kiki. Yo, listen, Drake. Do your thing, right? But don't be asking these girls that you know don't love you if they love you or not. Cause yeah. you just this is toxic first masculinity all, we right here. We don't need heartbreak Drake again. First of all, please no. No, you, 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 you're too, you have too many girls to be, have a broken heart over all of them. You can't be uh, a massage, not, well, not a misogynist, but a, a womanizer. Right? And then cry and about. And then cry about when you, when one of your girls cut you off. That's the most hypocritical shit ever. You love me. Like, no, she don't love you, bro. Like, She's done with your ass. Like, I don't blame her, yo. She came over the other day. You didn't tell him about Adidon. Oh, yeah. Adidon. What's, what's the baby's name? Adidon. Why she had to find out that you had a baby by pushing teeth, like with the rest of us? That's foul. If you really loved her, you would have told her ass. Exactly. You're not bugging. Exactly. All right. Puma. Listen, am I bugging or not? You know, Puma coming back, you know, they got, uh, they decided like, like three or four rookies yeah. to their, to their brand. And, and now they got Jay Z and Jalen as some ambassadors for, for Puma? That's great. Am I bugging or not? Puma is going to sell more sneakers than Adidas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Basketball sneakers. Basketball sneakers. That's my bad. Basketball sneakers than Adidas in the next two years. Because if you say regular sneakers, you're on drugs. If I say regular sneakers, I'm bugging. I I would be bugging. But I'm saying basketball sneakers. I don't know. It's possible. Who does Adidas have? James Harden. Trash sneakers are trash. He's, he's, sneakers are garbage. He's a great player, but his sneakers are trash. Damian Lillard sneakers, they're getting and better. And he don't sell no sneakers in the playoffs. Neither of them niggas. 
Because they're not playing. Damian Lillard's niggas, they're getting better, but they're still not fired. Puma, all Puma has to do is make a better sneaker than those two. And then they got Derrick Rose, who has who got injured wearing the last, what, six sneakers they made for him? So, yeah, no, nah, Adidas is, I would never wear Adidas. I would sneaker. never wear Adidas. They have bad luck. Every time you wear Adidas, you tear your ACL, damn it. Shit is crazy, bro. You, you, come out, you come out of Pumas, who knows? You might turn into a Puma on the court, be quick. I think Puma's going to sell more than Adidas, right? And Big Baller Bear's still not going to sell anything. Unless LeBron wears big baller brand sneakers, then this, then they're gonna skyrocket. But well, that's that. illegal. He can't do that because he's signed with Nike. Yeah, I don't think so. So I mean, that's kind of crazy. But I got the best one yet. Am I bugging? Kyrie's better than Russ. You're bugging. I'm not bugging. You are bugging. Listen, hear me out. Wait, wait a better, better what? Player? Bet he's better than Russell Westbrook. They both. Don't play great defense. Russ chooses not to. But Kyrie doesn't waste his energy on rebounds like an idiot. Kyrie's a better scorer than Russ. Because he's a better scorer than almost anybody. But he's a better scorer than Russ. And Russ doesn't use his defense to put him ahead of Kyrie. And nobody cares about rebounds. Let me ask you a question. You're bugging the fuck out. Let me ask you a question. Who won the title, Russ or Kyrie? Who's the most clutch player... In the playoffs that you've seen recently. Who was the most clutch player? Uh, You can't. They lost to the Jazz. You got the Jazz. We got the Jazz. You lost to the Jazz. jazz. We got the Jazz. You got outdueled by a rookie point guard. Yeah, you scored like 50 on like 50 shots. Y'all were killing Kobe when he was like 39 for freaking shooting 50 shots and making 60 points. But this nigga in his prime can shoot like 45 shots and score 50 and it's okay? Nah, it's not. I'll right. tell you one thing. Kyrie wouldn't have shot that horribly. He wouldn't have. But I'll tell you one thing. They still would have lost. They still would have lost to the Jazz. Kyrie is a better... He's, Kyrie. A, better, he's a better scorer than Russell Westbrook. Kyrie, Russ, and, and Melo wouldn't have lost to the Jazz. Are you Kyrie, Russ, and Melo? Kyrie, um, PG, and Melo wouldn't have oh. lost to the Jazz. Yeah, they would have. No, they, they wouldn't have. They would have. No, because... It's, first of all, Kyrie doesn't get affected. Russ is so athletic, but misses so many layups. Am I lying? You're not. And with Gobert in the middle, it's a problem. Kyrie don't miss those layups, and is a better jump shooter than Russ. He don't got to get to the rim to cause those opportunities. And when he does, he's still not going to miss because he got the finesse. But I'll tell you one thing. You, Russ may be a ball hog, but he's still a better passer than Kyrie Irving is. So... He's not a better passer. He had the ball so much that it results in more assists. He's not a better passer. He's the person that gets in the paint, all the way to the paint, and then passes it out or throws lobs over the top to Steven Adams, who's wide open because he's so explosive that Russ is so explosive that he gets Steven Adams open. But Russ does more than Kyrie, but he's not better than Kyrie. Russ is a better player than Kyrie is right now. Psych. But... Oh yeah, because you're hurt. I got you. No, I got not, you. not even because he's hurt. I'm talking about why they're they're both healthy right now. Russ is a better player. But who's going further? Who's going further? And who do you trust in the playoffs? I trust Kyrie in the playoffs. Kyrie's young. But Kyrie they're guy. both he's gonna proven. make the playoffs. He's though. proven. They're but, both gonna make the playoffs though. Listen, so what's the point when you get to the fucking playoffs if you got one guy who turns over the ball in game five and seven? And does horrible and loses a three-one lead with the second best player in the world on his team, 
or the guy who goes up against the best team in the world, and and even though he has the best player in the world, yes, if if Kyrie's so much not as good as as this guy, then how the fuck he dropped what he needed to drop when he needed to drop it, exactly when he needed to drop it, and drops those points and scores all those points and wins those games. You're going to tell me the clutchest guy in sports right now, young Kyrie to God, him and KD, I guess, share that right now. KD's not that. No. K- well, I mean, K- he, K- he, he hit. not as clutch as LeBron, to be honest with you. He hit, but he had LeBron with the shots back-to-back, and they were in those games. He, he in Cleveland. Hit. In Cleveland. So KD's clutching on LeBron? No, not really. All right. All right. <laughs> we, we, we can argue that shit, but we can argue this, too. Russell Westbrook's clutch, too. He's not as clutch in as the regular season. He's not as clutch as Kyrie. But regular he's season. He's clutch nonetheless, guys. I'll take. Give I'll me, take. Give me Russ right now. Give me Russ right now over Kyrie. Give me, why. Give me Russ. Russ. Russ does more, and I, I can. He doesn't I, have to though. Those rebounds are so phantom. Oh my gosh. Russ yo. does more. Russ is a better player than Kyrie right now. He, he Russ, does Russ, more. Russ, he's Russ not healthier. better. Russ is healthier. Russ is more consistent. And what? You know what Russ is going to give you every night. Yeah, bad shots. Bad shots and a triple-double. All right, he's great. He's great. I'm not Colin Coward. I'm not saying Russ is trash. Bad shots and a triple-double. That's what Russ is going to give you every night. But I, I Russ is a better player, but who would I rather have on my team? I'd rather have Kyrie. All right, I rush my case. You know, this is the end of the podcast. We got some stuff to work on, obviously. But I hope we gave you guys some good content for our first podcast. Do you know? Just bear with us, man. Bear with us till the next episode drop. We don't know when that's gonna be. But we don't even hope- know when this one's gonna drop. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But now, eventually. But yeah, you know, we fuck with you guys. Hope you guys fuck all, with us. All three of y'all. All three of y'all. All three of y'all. Family members uh, that are gonna family members and friends that are gonna listen to this podcast first. And, uh, you know, we just appreciate you guys. Um, it's way longer than we wanted it to be. Yeah. But whatever. next time, we'll get it down to about 45 minutes so you can bear with us. Um, and, you know, you know, this is Andre and Darren. And, you know, we're signing off. You know, hopefully we get those sponsorships eventually. We love you guys. Holla.